Okay, but seriously though, it always takes me a few of these podcast things for me to get to the point where I'm like, okay, but honestly, I just wanted to start this because I really wanted to get to the gratitudes, right? Because I really don't believe in living a life of like pure ingratitudes, pure criticism, pure like straight up, like everything was for naught. I'm just hexed and I'm cursed and like everything around me is for my poor for my, like, you know, for me to feel even more worse about, and I'm just like, I am like, you know, like that whole life, right? Which I know isn't true. I know it's the actually exact opposite. I know there's people in my life that are specifically working for my good all day long, right? Even when I'm sleeping, right? I know that. I know that in my heart of hearts. And I'm so deeply grateful for it because I know I feel it every day. I know I feel it in the sunshine that I see every day. I know that I feel it in the clouds that I can notice. I know I can feel it in the gifts in the garden I can notice every day. I know I can feel it when I have these tender little spirits that wake up in my own home, almost like little flowers. Because every time they wake up, they're just like this like nodding head and it's like all their blossoms come out when they wake up. And, and they're just like, they're either ready for a new day or they're like a different kind of flower that day. Not everybody wakes up and, they, and they're just like a sunflower ready to go, right? Some people are kind of dandelion style. Some people are like, you know, like other style, right? Like everybody's got their own style of what flower they are that day, right? So, so then it's on me to like notice the beauties of the flower that they are choosing to be that day, right? And and realize that one day they might be orange, another it might be blue, right? But all the while, to notice the blessing of that relationship. That's one of the things that I took away. That's one of the things I took away from the book that we were studying yesterday in my book discussion. It was all about this thing of like, hey, How about we approach each of our relationships with this process of like thinking what we want to feel about our relationships. And then it was like, there's like six questions that they prompted people to think about, you know, uh, in relationship to our, our people. And like, how can we do this where we can think I love you no matter what kind of stuff. And like those actual feelings, because there was this case study that was basically like it blew my mind. I was like, oh, this is amazing. So there's this case study where Wendy was helping someone. and It was like this mom and a daughter, right? And they were having this real bad relationship. And the mom couldn't figure it out at all. She was like, I'm doing all the things. I'm doing everything that every parenting book tells me I should be doing. But yet I feel this disconnect with my daughter. And I feel like she doesn't believe that I love her kind of thing, right? And then, the, then the, the therapist person, like Wendy, she's like, well, what do you think about your daughter? You know, like, what do you think? And then she's like, oh. And then she really thought about it. She's like, you know what? I am. I'm going through all the motions of everything that I should be doing. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't like her. I don't like the choices she's making. I don't agree with them. And so there's always that disconnect that happens. Every time she makes a choice, it's her daughter choosing to be her own person. So it's almost like... It's almost like she's become offended by the choices her daughter's made over time. Not because they're wrong choices, not because they're bad choices, but they're just different than her because she's not an identical twin to herself, right? So it's like she's almost like absorbed herself with this idea 
Like, oh, like, I don't like my daughter unless if she is, like, she makes choices identical to me, right? Which is so twisted. You can see how it's twisted. Thank you for helping me with that. Um, you can see how it's twisted, right? Um, but, like, at the same time, like, you don't really notice how twisted it is until you see someone else's story being able to play out like that and be like, so then what? So then what did she help her with? Like, how did she help her remedy this? So then the therapist was like, okay, you need to start a process where you create those affirmations. You create the process of thinking that you love your daughter, right? Like, like genuinely, through and through, she makes different choices, absolutely. It's not like it's a bad thing, right? Like, she just has different opinions and she just lives her own different life. And that's just it. And it's not like we should, like, not like her because of that necessarily right but like anyways it was just like a beautiful story because it just like goes to show when a family or like when parents like really take the time to think about what they want in their life and for eternity with their people I think it's so cool that this therapist would even consider talking to this person be like do you like them do you like them? Would you, would you naturally choose in your free time to spend time with them? Not because someone's paying you to do it. Not because you have to. But would you do it out of your free time because you wanted to, right? And that was it. It's like, oh, that's cool. I really like the way that she's raising the bar here. Because anybody with a worldly family would be like, well, like, why does that even matter? You know, like... Why does it matter to actually like the people that you are related with, right? Can't you just like say, oh, well, I don't like them and be done with it and not care to take it any further from there and like make it any better because like clearly you just already don't like them and they don't like you. So might as well just stop trying, right? Satan wants that. That's for sure, right? That could be anybody's situation, right? Like, he knows that he can convince anybody the idea that it's not worth your time to try to convince somebody else to like you or for you to spend any time to try to alter your perspective to like someone else when you've already, like, had experiences that, hey, you don't like them, you don't like their choices, you don't share the same hobbies, you don't share any of the same interests, so why bother, right? But I loved this book because it just reached right into a person's heart and be like, but yes, you might not like them yet right now. Anyways, yes, you might have differences. Yes, you might have like different lots of things, but that doesn't change the fact that Heavenly Father believes in the power of your relationship to be together. Like kind of like me and my parents. It's like, yes. The world would say, hey, it doesn't matter if you're sealed. It doesn't matter. Just, like, give up on that. Just give up on that that whole part of your life. You know, you can just move on. You don't have to feel like you have to have a good relationship with your parents. It's not like you see them every day anymore or, like, that it's really even relevant. So why even try to make your relationship any better now? But then there's other, that other side of me. It's like, no, I actually do believe that there is something absolutely divine and special about growing a really good, strong relationship with the people that we are related to. 
I feel like there is something absolutely, I even would want to call it magical because I felt it. I have felt it. You know, back in the day when my grandparents were alive and all of us would gather at a restaurant, it wasn't until I was older that I realized that my sibling, my, my mom's siblings and her probably didn't get along. They probably didn't get along often, right? There's like seven totally different people. But somehow they would get together once a year for a Chinese New Year thing, which made for me to have like some of the best experiences of my life. I loved spending time with my cousins. I absolutely adored my cousins. And I always wished for a brother, right? But I didn't get my brother. I got like 10 boy cousins that were all my little brothers, right? Did you break that? And so like, that is the power and the magic of like people that might not like each other um, now or whatever, for them to just believe that maybe they could just try again anyways and just come together and try to like something about each other, right? And try to like embrace whatever is right now anyway, because it does produce fruit. It produces massive fruit in ways that they don't even realize. I don't think anybody in my family realizes how blessed I felt because I got to be the beneficiary of my grandma having all those kids and all those kids deciding to come together every year just so they could somehow, you know, like forgive each other for whatever their differences were to allow for the cousins to just totally have such a great connection. And that was like, that seemed almost seamless, right? Yes, there was different differences, right? There was big differences. But at the same time, at the end of the day, you just knew you had like a team. You had like a team of like 30 cousins that were just like on your team, right? Like, and that were just like, they had your back and you had their back. And yes, you might not enjoy like your different life situations with school or friends or whatever, but at least you fit in with your cousins, right? Like you fit in because you like looked the same or like you, you kind of had similar mannerisms or you shared the same story of history because all everybody immigrated around the same time or, you know, those kinds of things. So anyways, I just feel so absolutely floored, right? Like about the power of forgiveness, about the power of choosing. Yes acknowledging that you might not like someone yet, but to not just close the door completely and be like, oh, I don't like them, so I'm just going to move on. No, it's not really like that. It's like, I don't like some of their past choices, maybe, but I'm still going to try to create um, experiences with each other, like in the future and presently, because I don't believe in necessarily shutting people out of my life because I might not totally you know, like do the same things that they do, right? Like, I just think there's a real strong power in believing in family that that is different than random friendships and acquaintances, right? Like that's kind of what you do with friends, right? Sometimes where it's like, oh yeah, well they believe in this or their favorite thing is this, but you don't feel like you have to go to every single thing that they do, right? Because like, you know, like you just call it family first and you don't like feel like you have to go to things that other people are doing all of the time, right? Um, But like, when it comes to family though, there's just something there that's just like, no, but if you can, you just have to go, right? Because like, you just cannot afford 
to feel like you didn't get an opportunity to be with your family when your family was all together. Like that's just something that I know for sure is ingrained in me that I'm so grateful for in a way that I never knew I would be so grateful for, right? Like even on a day like today where like I'm having my little gloom and doom kind of like podcast in some way, but at the end of the day, it's like, no, all I have to say is I love the family that I was raised in and I love that I get to listen to stories from um, this amazing favorite author of mine right now that talks all about Chinese families all the time, right? And I'm always like, I listen to them and I always get these like memories that come back and I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of like my family and how we're like this, right? And I don't ever want to forget that. Like the legacy that my grandparents left behind is absolutely epic. Like my grandma was the best. My grandpa was the best. They created the best kids and the best little grand, like grandkids and the best great grandkids, right? Like we are an awesome family. Like I think about that Encanto song and the Encanto story. I'm like, yeah, we can have our own song. Like, you know, like we are the family, Madrigal, like we are the Lamb Tan family, right? Like I just like, I totally feel that way. I'm like, we rock, right? Like we totally do. Everybody has their gift in their own way. And it's not like, you know, you're not who you are if you don't have that gift or whatever. No, like we just, we just are. And I feel like there's power in that. There's power in remembering whose shoulders we're standing on. And I just like, I just hope and pray for the day that I can be so immersed in my family history and like really be so involved in it. Thankfully, I can help in little ways in this season of my life, right? Like we can afford to get support, right? Background support here to just help with like all the little strands of what what we can't figure out on our, on our own because we don't speak the language and we don't get it. We don't understand Chinese culture in the same way that like people that were born and raised in different places understand it, right? And then we don't have like necessarily the, the people that, that I can see clearly right now that have that and want to talk about it and want to share that, right? So then we reach out to other people to be like, hey, could you help us to find like more information about like our past and things like that and and it's been really helpful and it's it's like that's like pretty much where I'm at with like where I'm able to go with that and so I'm just I'm just trying to you know find peace with where I'm at with it and also find my bravery too to see if there's any other avenue that would allow for us to just get some clear answers right like clear answers about my family history in a way that that is like legit right because like already it's like hey we get these people to come and help us to figure out some pieces of our history that we can't figure out so then they pass along information to us and then it's like oh that's what it is and then i get this email from somebody across the country be like hey i think we're related right and so then we find out oh yeah we are right like we share the same people on the same tree kind of thing but then she has a different history that she's recorded down because she's actually in touch with people from China still and they talk every week and their story is different still. And I'm like, ah, so where's all the missing pieces? Because I know that a couple, 
I, I kind of remember, I think that my grandpa said something about how my grandma was an orphan or something like that. So she was just kind of added on to one family because she didn't have like parents around or something like that. So then a part of me is like, maybe both stories are true because maybe she does have like connections to who her birth parents were plus connections with the family that she was raised with because they just adopted her in and that's just the family that she knew, right? Because of where she was, where she was at at that time. And so there's all those mysteries that I'm like, you know, I'm just so looking forward to the day where it's all understood and I can know like who is a part of this family, right? And who, who is mine? to like be making room and space to take care of, right? That like, and really like take time to like find that, right? Because I think it's a beautiful thing. It's an absolutely beautiful thing. I love every movie, every video, every inspirational thing that I ever find about family history, right? Ancestry, ancestry, like genealogy, everything. Because it's all so beautiful and tender. And I don't know why, but it always speaks to me. I can never let it go. It's like even the Coco movie. When I watched the Coco movie, I weeped. I wept and wept and wept because their whole idea is like, hey, if you don't take the time to remember your ancestors every year on like Dia de los Muertos, then over time, their name gets like disappeared or something, right? And their spirit disappears because nobody living knows their name anymore right? And no one has taken the time to acknowledge their name. And because they haven't been acknowledged, they disappear. They just disappear in, in, in all history. And, and they just, they're just completely stagnant. And to me, it's like, I can't afford for somebody in my family tree to disappear. I don't ever want any of them to be disappeared. I want them to be cherished and known and remembered and like acknowledge like every year at least right like their name is right there written in and and they cannot be disappeared right so i'm like yeah this is one of the most important works there absolutely is on the earth for us to have a body to do and i'm just so grateful to have somehow get gave some level of testimony of that and i'm just like so grateful I'm just so grateful.